0: love talk radio
1: in your Bibles, the book of exodus chapter 15 verses 1, 2 and 3. It says Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song. For the Lord hath triumphed gloriously for both the horse and the rider has he thrown into the sea. Then it says the Lord is my strength my song and he has become my habitation how many know that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide the lord is my habitation my father's god and i will exalt him then verse 3 says the lord is a man of war hallelujah how many know that he's a battle actor in the time of battle that the Lord is a man of war that the Lord is his name come on raise your hands with me right there as we bless the Lord for all that he's done for us we bless his holy name we give him glory the Lord is a man of war the Lord is his name when you have his name the name of the Lord is a strong power the righteous run into it, and they are safe. Yeah.
2: All right, all right. Praise
3: look.
2: All right. Uh, <clears throat> due to uh the schedule of difficulties, uh, there was a mix up and what was gonna be played tonight. Hold Technical difficulties, uh, there was a schedule of mishap and I did uh, miss, uh, uh play uh, 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 uh misposted an episode of DTW Ministries. DTW Ministries will be on tomorrow evening at the 8 p.m. hour. So don't forget, DTW Ministries will be on at the 8 p.m. hour tomorrow evening. Uh, in the meantime, we will play a rebroadcast of He Said, She Said, and uh, this episode will resume now.
0: Love, talk Radio.
2: Amen, amen, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome praise to, the Lord. Lord. he said, he said, all right, and we have um, our guest, and I'm going to be your commentator for tonight, and our guest is going to be Elder Charles Lee, Reverend Maureen Lee, Pastor Toy Daly, and Evangelist Todd T.C. Nelson, and everyone say hello.
0: Hello. Hello. Praise hello. the
2: Lord. Praise them. Praise them, praise them. Okay. Last week, uh, did we? Uh, well, two weeks ago, did we have fun um, here last night on on this show here? Yes. Yes, we did. Yes. I'm okay, so we're not going to be asking about uh, trash bags anymore this time and um, things of that nature. We're going to get a little bit serious here tonight. And um, uh, before we get started, do you want to um, just you know um, send a message out to anyone, um, any one of you, or all of you? Before
4: we
3: get
4: uh, started. <laughs> Amen. We we just thank and bless God for everybody that's joining in here with us this evening. We welcome you to He Said, She Said. Um, we are sending out for those who have not yet received it. We're still in the process of sending out the advertisements for this evening. But, hey, join in with us. If you have a question, you would like to ask, you could dial in at 319-527-6091 and just hit 1, and the referee for the evening will bring you in to talk with us directly.
2: Amen. All right. Anybody else want to uh, say something before we get started? Okay, so we'll just Mm -hmm. go ahead and get, we're going to get right into it. Uh, You want to say something, Maureen?
0: No, 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 no.
2: Okay. All right, so, um, now uh, I'm going to ask uh, some more serious questions. Now you know we have fun. and We still can have fun with um, you know some of the questions that, that I'm going to ask you. <clears throat> so I'm going to ask um, both you and uh, and Charles a question. And the question is, what scares you about your about your relationship? You you want an honest
5: opinion on that one? Yes, sir. Or- the only thing that scares me, and it's called life, and you can let me know if I'm right or wrong. And people, if you hear it, you can call in. And I want uh, Todd and um, Pastor Toy to uh, see if they agree with me. Is that one day, one of us has to go? Yup. <laughs> yup. That be it for that me.
6: That be it. Yup. Yup. Yup.
5: Before the other one, and you know that person is left here. That that's why. You have to make your marriage strong now. Relationships, period. You have to make it strong because when that one person is gone, are you going to be able to carry on? Uh-huh. Mm.
0: That's going to be. It. I know we we say we can do it, but it'll be hard losing your best friend uh-huh. after thirty years. It it'll be difficult. I told my kids they might have to put me in a, a some place for a couple weeks until I can get it together. Right. <laughs>
2: understood, understood. All right. Uh, so we're going to move on over to um the
6: I think we going to go to the question my fault. Uh, let me I was to on that. I definitely agree on on that. That's 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 my definite one point, you know what I mean? We don't have 30 years, we have 3 and that 3 years is something that to happen to I I'm, I I'm little crazy, you know what I mean? That's the one thing I like mm-hmm. about this, uh, um, going through our uh, marriage counseling, pre-marriage counseling classes, because it makes you focus on yourself. You know, it makes you look at yourself. And, and you know, it's got like this, uh, this baseball field. starts off with um, the first base is personal history. And with personal history, you're breaking yourself down and letting your, your fiance know the deepest more inner parts about you, your feelings, what makes you happy, what makes you sad, what happened in your past, what was what, what, done to you. You know, what I mean, once you move from first base, you go on to second base with an um, uh, affirmation and, and grace. I mean, that's like asking people that you know in your family that you trust to tell, tell tell about you, to tell your fiance about you. And once you get move on from, from, from second base you go to third base, third base is deeper sharing. You know, what I mean, and deeper sharing is where we at right now, where we're, where where you feel that way. You don't want you, you pretty I praise God every day for it. You know what I mean? That's why we play for it every day. You know what I'm saying? And once you go to third base, coming home is that um authentic oneness. You know what I mean? That's the baseball. How you, how you break it down? How your relationship be broken down? And that's the thing about it, man. You if if you're looking to get married, I mean you got to go and engage. If you're looking to get engaged, get into pre-marital counseling. I'm telling you, there are baggages that you have that you, that you have buried so long that need to be dug up to be talked about so it can be buried with both of y'all and they'll come up. It opens you up to seeing more about yourself. You know what I'm saying? It yes, gives you, you it, it gives you more gratefulness under God to let me see me and to have a woman like her on my side. And, and it's praising God, like, wow, you changed this much about me. You're you making me understand this much about, about Like, my big, my biggest thing and, and, and it, is, is my rage. <laughs> You know, I'm praising God. I'm learning how to control that, that beast. You know what I'm saying? But it's not pushing her away. And that's my that's one of my other fears in, in the marriage. But it ain't as strong as this. But <laughs> uh, so my fears, when she go, you know what I mean. Being they're coming from a family. Every I always had a male and female, original mother and original father in the families. You know what I mean? Seeing like my mother, my my father, my mom, my, my mom, my dad go, then my mom go. I know how we felt, but I know how my mom felt when my dad went. You know what I mean? Me, my dad and my grandfather are triplets. triplets. we identical. And when my pop my my father went, every time I went over to my mom's house, I can see her seeing him and me. You know what I mean? Seeing his face. So I can understand that hurtness you, that misness she was feeling. And that's what scares me in my relationship.
0: Mm
2: hmm. Mhm. Amen. Amen.
0: You are so right about that marriage so counseling premarriage is it, very important because I used to tell the women on the show is we carry so much baggage into our next relationship when we need to leave the baggage at the door.
3: huh mm-hmm. and it's
0: uh, that's that, that you grow from each mistake you made. You have to grow and own it. If you made it, own it, yeah. so you can move on. I, Amen I, to that. I And I used to agree
4: with you on that one, leave the baggage at the door. But now I'm at a place of it's time to unpack the baggage. Hmm. If I go on a trip, when I come home from my trip, I don't leave my bags packed forever. Even if I don't unpack as soon as I walk in my front door, at some point I'm going to unpack my bag. I'm going to clean my clothes. I'm going to pull out my new clothes. I'm going to try some clothes that I only had. For that particular vacation or trip, um, and, and that's what we got to do in life. Sometimes we got to unpack our emotional baggage. We need to trash some stuff, clean some stuff, like yep. let go of some stuff. Yeah, that's
0: what I meant by leave it alone. I, like, I know you, that's
4: why I know that's why I went there with it because I was hearing. Yep, and the funny so part concerned. is that's what that's what premarital counseling helps you do. Mm-hmm. But I go one deeper. If you're not, even if you're not looking for mar- premarital counseling right now, you know you have gone through a rough time in life, go talk hey. to somebody. Oh,
5: tell
3: it.
4: Go talk to somebody. In the church, we are so, we shy away. We do everything. Oh, just pray about it. Pray about it. Pray about it. Don't take me wrong. Oh. Prayer works. Yes, it I'm is. I'm a living witness that prayer works. Yeah. However, I know that God has given men and women the intelligence and the ability to understand the psyche. And if you go and talk to somebody while you praying, it's easier to unpack that emotional baggage when you got somebody helping you to unfold them clothes.
6: That's all I'm saying.
2: To tell you the truth, <laughs> while you praying, God going to tell you to talk to
6: somebody. Because <laughs> God says, <laughs> no, book, right? and, his, and his words, wise man seeks wise counseling. <laughs> So you, and the got why you so while sitting there praying? God gonna tempt for a person in your mind and your spirit, and you gonna look for you can call and go talk to. So you're gonna sing with somebody to hear from. Not I mean, but the thing about it is you gotta take them steps. It, it, it's, it's not an easy facing yourself, but you gotta face yourself.
0: Yeah. Right. T- another thing I tell people is, before you move on to another relationship, you gotta love you. Everything about All right. you, love you. And once you can accept who you are and your mistakes, you, you'll grow from it. You will grow from it. You gotta own your mistakes and try not to make the same mistake twice. Amen.
5: All right.
6: That's the best thing about that's the that's the best thing about being human. I praise God for. When we make a mistake the first time, and when we, when we see ourselves getting what on that same path, we can stop it. Yeah, you know I mean? We can stop. We can stop going down that way. You know what I mean? Because when, when, like you said, like you said earlier, we learn from our mistakes. But if you continue making the same mistakes, you're in the cycle of just a original cycle, going over and over the same thing over and over. You have to break that cycle. It has to be broken. Growth, growth does not. Growth comes from change. You have something has to change in order for growth to come.
2: All right. All right. Yeah.
5: Let me add a little bit to that. Uh, even I noticed through all the marriage counseling and stuff we've done over the years, I tell people when you keep doing a mistake over and over again, that gets to be a choice. It's not a mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what yeah. you
6: choose. Yeah, you're choosing to do that.
5: Yeah. yeah. That's what you choose to do. See, you you got to change. And I, I've been learning that over the years, getting older. And uh, I can't never say a lot of great coming in because it's not. <laughs> My wife carries the gray for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and she looks good with it. But, um, You know, after a while, growing in God's grace, we we learn that it's hard sometimes, to even as men, to admit our mistakes. Yeah, and see, that's the bottom line we got to do, especially to our spouses. You know, yep. she sometimes she don't want to see you buy a new dress for or buy a new car outside. He just want to hear you say, I'm sorry. It was my mistake. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that goes much further than the diamond ring. Yeah. You know, they may say they want the diamond yeah, ring. You get that later. Don't, don't get it on yeah. the, the situation
0: because mm-hmm. it's not
5: fitting. But nah. just let them know, nah. you know I'm sorry. And, and, and I'm going to tell you, it took me years to do that because we have that manly pride. You know, and that sticks yeah. out. You know, I'm going to always be right. That's why I tell guys, even when I do counseling with them, I say, sometimes even when you're right, you got to be wrong. You he said, well, What you mean? I said it ain't always about you having the last word. It's not I just like peace in my house.
6: Ain't that the truth?
5: And you know, <laughs> you remember the old saying that God said to me all the time, even when I was in the prison, uh happy wife, happy life. I said, How you know you ain't married? <laughs> 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 Take that wife, one. But- I had a friend. We don't leave names, Maureen. Okay? <laughs> Come on. I had a friend because you know when me and Maureen started first buying our cars with the girls, we always bought them vehicles to the size of our families. So I had bought a brand new Durango, and a friend of mine told me because I had a Durango and what we had a, uh, um, the caravan, the Dodge, it? Dodge caravan. caravan. It was in good shape. It had the engine rebuilt and everything. So that's what I drove, you know. And so I let her die, drive the um, the Durango. So you know, my friend had the nerve to come up and tell me, "Oh man, you you should you should be driving a better car because you know, look at it, you paid all that money for that car and you you driving the minivan and you know it got me back from point B to point B and if anything got broke on it, I knew how to fix it. So I told him, I said, let me explain. Something to you. I said, I said first off, you need to mind your business, okay? I said because we're doing. Well, we got your opinion. yeah, I, I said, but you know what? The reason, I said, since you wanted to know, I really ain't got to tell you, but I, I said, we're in this conversation now. I said, the reason, if you want to know why my wife drives the best car, I said, because she drives my kids around. Okay? So she mm-hmm. needs the best. She's not a mechanic. She do know how to fix a car. I said, now, nah, nah, most of the cars I have, if something go wrong with it, I know what's wrong. She'll tell you instantly. And if I can't fix it, I get a mechanic. But I'm talking to a man that didn't have a job or no cars or anything. So I had to look at the source it was coming from. Mm-hmm. You know, it's coming from a sideways source. He was talking about the side of his mouth, so I told him, I said, Look, we are just gonna leave this alone before we go to some place that don't need to go.
6: Amen. That's right. Right to
2: that. <clears throat> All right, so um we're gonna move on to the next question and um like I said, you know, no no um answer is wrong and it's just like there's many different ways that you can skin a cat and um each and every one of the answers that's provided is, you know, an excellent, healthy um, decision that you know everyone is making. So, you know, sometimes the problem really is yourself, and it, you know, and you may be at fault. You know, there may be a habit or a behavior trait that just drives your significant other, you know, probably up, to the, up, up the wall. And a good way to figure that out is um, simply ask this one question: What can I do better? So. Um, to answer that I'm going to go and uh we're going to ask Pastor Tory uh, her answer on what can I do better
4: Okay wait I'm trying to I, I'm I'm a little confused what
2: can I do better what can you yes. do better or what can he do better Okay <laughs> so it's what you can do better All right so uh okay. let me just Let me just, you know, like I said, sometimes we may have a habit or a behavioral trait that may not drive someone crazy, but, you know, it's something that they feel as though you can work on. And I'm Mm -hmm. just asking the question, you know, what can you do better? Not
4: hold stuff so long.
2: Okay.
4: I'm I'm like... I'm going to use this uh, statement I heard my pastor say, and when he said it, I was like, oh, we're in common in that area. I'm like a freezer. I can hold some stuff for a long time. I can hold some stuff, and you wouldn't even know I was holding it. Mm Because I would would still, like, if if God says I can cut you off, then I ain't going to deal with you, but I will still, God bless you, I'll still pray for you when the Lord lead me to. I will still all that stuff, but I'm sitting there looking at you like, "Mm, okay. Thank you for showing me who you really are. So, for me, I would Mm -hmm. say I need to learn how to let go of some stuff.
2: Okay. Amen. Mm -hmm. All right. So, Evangelist Todd. Uh,
6: For me... <laughs> I know, it's my rage. I i I just my type of person like I about respect, you know when you study played a lot of martial arts growing up, boxing growing up, I played a lot with um another style of Japanese on a respectful letter. I always I'm always about respect for my speech to you, I talk to you. I'm not type of person when you that 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 that's in the somebody trying to talk 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 down to you, look down their nose on you. That type of thing is just get under my skin. You know what I mean? But there's some things that that my mind may think of and I get angry on. You know and I mean, and I don't once I get angry, I don't care if I'm angry at the person down the street, if you come up next to me, that anger's gonna pour out on you. That's my rage. And that's a part I'm learning how to control. You know and I mean, like God said, be angry but don't sin. So now ain't nothing wrong with being angry. But don't allow your anger to pull out where it don't need to go at. So I'm learning taking a lot of uh, steps and measures and learning how to control that rage, you know what I mean? And it's a beautiful thing because some things have been at me and I haven't been acting in any way that I used to act, so the growth is there, change has come. But now I still have more to work on because as long as I'm living, I'm always going to have that rage.
3: <laughs> it ain't like it's like, going right? okay, I'm out
6: of here. <laughs> it ain't, yeah, ain't going to say I'm out of here. As long as I'm living, like I, as, a, as an exorcist, I always tell people, You have Jesus all day long while you're on this earth to help you to defeat these demons. And as long as you're living, you have these everyday demons that's going to keep coming at you. Does it make a difference on how much you pray for this day or how much you've done? Because once you have done what you've done for the day and the day is done, you have what God allows you, you have tomorrow. So as long as you keep living, you're going to keep fighting so don't think that because something that you're, that you're controlling inside yourself has gone, that's a fooling yourself. It's always going to be there. You're always going to have to control it. You know what I mean? So I'm learning, and that's, that's the best thing for me. I, I praise God for that calling of an exorcist because it teaches me a lot on how to defeat my own demons, you know? And for right. me happening to teach somebody else how to walk that path and how to – how to fight, I got to put my armor down and keep mine strong, you know. And because of being an exorcist, it's like a bump in their head because you're, you, now you're constantly under an attack because they don't want you to do what God's sending you out to do. So I'm constantly in a fight, and they're constantly attacking what they know that they think they know, not what they know, but today what they think they know can get to me. And they all know it, all his rage. Just let somebody say this. I've learned to pray for people, you know. That's the best that thing about it when you turn things over to God. It gives you what's called the discernment. You can see anything before it even happens. As we start praying, praying against some demons. And it changed their whole atmosphere. You know. Like I said, my thing to answer that question is the rage into my rage. All right. Amen. All right. Amen. Amen. You know,
5: okay. Sorry, yeah. So
3: sorry, so we want
5: gonna... it's like um you can ask it one time because everything they say, we just the same way and the same people. More mm-hmm. Ma- Maureen, holds that. <laughs> <laughs> like with me,
0: I hold. I don't express myself. It okay. like it, mm-hmm. talk, Tell me that all the time. Express yourself, and I just look at them it's like I it's like. No, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> but that's my, I. I have a bad problem with that expression. And
5: myself and, and Pastor Toy, mm-hmm. you, you know what I nicknamed that, right? What? Right. Y'all, y'all are what I call emotional hoarders. Y'all got to get um, your You got to be emotional mm-hmm. hoarders. Then, then it builds up to where the day that y'all do do it, we had to tell everybody, no, she don't need to go and be <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: 203.
5: I'm just like Todd on the other side. She don't show enough emotions. Sometimes I show too many emotions.
3: Uh,
6: and
5: I have to know how to pull back. And, and, and Todd, I call us. People say anything about us. I say, well, look, see, God's not finished with us yet. Uh, okay. we we still we in a work in progress.
0: Oh,
5: and my we God. That. We know that. So, so, see, we have to it, sit it, back. Sometimes Maureen used to he used to say, she said, Charles, why did you say that? Because I be saying stuff to people, Todd, and they say, he can't be human. Because I, I got my, her husband one day and I told I told the lady, I said, Look, you better get your husband out here if I snap his neck off and you know, down his down his neck and throw. Uh-huh.
3: And uh-huh.
5: said, <laughs> I said I said, Look, I will pull your eyeballs out, rip your heart out of your chest and give it back to you before you hit the ground. I said, Don't do yeah. that. I said, don't yeah, do you that.
0: don't
5: want to take it to a level that I don't need to go to, and God,
0: God is working with
5: His time. I'm telling
6: you, He's working with yeah. it. I think that's military, contra- yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, see, that That's the thing. That's the thing. Too, that you got to get to understand too. When you when you're trained to do something, and it's not even like I said, it's not even the point of being trained. It's when you use the training to get yourself from point A to point B. When you see what they trained you does work. When you come back home, when I got back home, I was kind of air from the door. No lie. That raves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and what people don't understand is you, you're facing and dealing with some things that you ain't never... As you might see on a movie screen.
0: You may turn right. your
6: head from it. You know what I'm saying? I can't turn my head. Turning my head cost somebody life. You know what I mean? So, so when, you, when, you, mm-hmm. when, you, when you have something inside of you that's eating at you and at you. See, I know when somebody start talking at you... When somebody starts talking to you, all you can see... It me just I am like my my thing was I keep talking my I'm gonna pull your skin off your face. I understand. Just, <laughs> that's real right, bro. That's why God. That's why God gave me battle scriptures. Now I mean Isaiah fifty four 54 and fourteen, Isaiah 54 and 17. Luke four and eight. My battle scriptures, and I use them. What <laughs> do I use them? All right. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, I'm like listening to you. You sound
0: like y'all. I'm like, oh, wow. We go to the store. He looking around for glass bottles, cans, in case something breaks off. He got weapons. I'm like,
6: I, well, got, we I keep one with me. I keep one in my right pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, always. See, Toy got a joke with me. Joy, toy got a joke with me, like. Which knife should I put my cacti? Should I wear my red and black knife with my black and white Jordans? Should I wear my gray knife with my blue Jordans? With my all blue knife with my blue Nikes? <laughs> <laughs> trust, trust me, when you, it's, it's like this. God made made us warriors, and once you're a warrior, you're always. It's not it's not something. That's what you're made to do. You know what I'm saying? It's what you were made to be. We just have to learn how to take that fighting mentality into a different atmosphere, like God taught me how to take it from the flesh to the spirit as an exorcist. So how my tenacity was in the streets of fighting, that's how we all were praying. So I got to study more. I got to get deep into, because I got, I'm, I know I'm going into a war. When, when somebody's going, to send to somewhere for somebody, the house to be exercised, or somebody needs to be prayed, somewhere down the line, that, that during that day, it's going to happen. So I have to prepare myself for that. And that's what a warrior does, prepare itself for he knows he's going into battle. So, as spiritual warriors, we know we're going into battle. We need to state of the word of God and keep it on our mind so so much that it's, it, it that you're breathing, that you're sleeping, it you're, you're, you're thinking it. Because when you're walking down that street, that little no simple thought, the, and you may have, you listen to the word. You walking down the street, or you listening in the car, and you got gospel playing. At that moment of time, you playing gospel. Demons are still plotting against you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have mm-hmm. to keep that on our mind. And the only way they can get to you is what's inside, what lies inside you. So it's because you got, while the demon inside of us is called a door opener. And that's that demon that opens that door and lets the other demons through. Demons know how to get to that door open try to get that door open for them. So you're constantly in the everyday battle fight. And the word of God is what you need to get yourself up. You're so right.
2: Amen. Amen. And so, you know, uh, the, the great part of um, everything that, you know, everybody answered is that, you know, what can you do better? And the whole thing is that you're already working on a solution before you even get to that problem. And, um, you know, great yeah. job to, you know, all you guys. And um, it's just great to have, you know, uh, that, that mind thought of saying, hey, I already know that, you know, I have, you know, you know something that I could work on and. You're already working on it, and that's that's just great to hear that you have that that mindset in in motion, and that's great uh, because oh, your know, idle mind, you know, leaves things open <laughs> in other directions. So once you have your mindset on something, you know, positive, you know, you're going to be going in, in, in a a positive yes. direction. So you know, like I said, yes. it's, it's great to hear There's answers from each and every one of you. And um, so the next question I'm going to ask you. You know, um, and this is something um, that you might have to dig in deep, so just give it a minute, you know, to sink in. And so the question I'm going to ask you is, uh, what is your long-term goals? You know, either individually or together as a a couple. Start off with the leads.
0: My long-term goal is just keep surrendering everything I have to help. That that's all my my, my, everything we've been through in the past. I would say six years with raising the kids and learning to really leave them where they are and let God deal with them. I just want God to get the glory in my life. I just want when I walk in to
2: see who I am
0: and who I belong. Amen. Amen. Yeah, my my long term.
5: To, um, to get get closer to my father cuz that'll make me get closer to my wife you know and the more right. i love on him the more he's going to teach me how to love her better
3: and right.
5: you know just, just to make our make our relationship what what Christ wanted it to be cuz you know it, it's they tell you about marriages in in the bible that you know we're examples you know, to have mm-hmm. relationship. So you know, people always say this, say that, but you got—I mean, you—you got to watch yourself in and, and out of the church. You know, we just can't just wait Sunday to get to church and just straighten up and you know put on nice Sunday clothes on and and put our good attitude on. We got to be that twenty-four-seven because you are being watched. Amen. Mm-hmm. It gets a big thing of you know. It's just like even Todd, Todd, to tell you, even when we was in the military, they tell you a soldier twenty-four hours a day. You know, wow. so whatever, whatever I do reflects <laughs> God. Yeah. So I want to be, you know, a good servant to where he can look and say, you know, well, even behind closed doors, because he sees whatever you do. You know, it, it's yeah. like i want to look and say, even when nobody else is looking, because I'm always looking. Christ is saying, I'm always looking. Even when nobody else is looking, yeah. he's doing. I would say nobody's doing a hundred percent, but say I say he's doing like ninety to ninety-five percent of what is making me look good because we're supposed to do everything to his glory. Amen. Amen. Come on down. You know, they, they go to church every Sunday, but then when I see him on Monday, they're in the park smoking weed. Ha! Wow. okay, you, you know, so I, I mean, and even even um, the, the, the people that don't believe in God is watching us. And yeah. They. they, they,
0: they More. They,
5: they watch him more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, they, they nickpick. They they gauge in us by what we do, and they gauge you. You can't gauge all Christians right now.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: But they uh. gauge you and
0: see somebody, somebody looking at, you and they gauge and say, well, do all Christians do that? You know what? Yep. Can I cut you? Yes. You can come here. Just funny that he said that because we had a pastor. I introduced Pastor Toy to John Whitaker, Pastor John Whitaker, and before uh-huh. he gave you a position in the church. Did he, he didn't tell you he was coming to your neighborhood and talk to your neighbor. He said, I'm past. I just want to know how these people are. Like, honestly. up. we didn't even know he was there. We didn't know he was coming. And then yeah, he called the church one at a time, and that's when he gave positions and set people down.
5: But he told us when he came to the neighborhood, he didn't tell us, because he told us individually about what people said, this and that. But when he told us that he came in our neighborhood, you could see people slumping down in chairs. Yeah, <laughs> he he's like, what, what's the, why are you slumping down in the chair? Because I'm like this 24 hours a yeah. day. I'll, you know, if you make me mad, I might snap. And I, I say, excuse me. You know, even my pastor mm. there. Because when we went out with him and we did street ministry, I had to be by him his whole time because I said, I ain't let nobody hurt my pastor out here. Surprising.
2: And they knew it. So Y'all he
5: always say what so the life is not even
4: funny. <laughs> yeah,
0: because that's how it has to be. Somebody need to.
2: Come into your area. See who you are. Yeah. When nobody when nobody's looking. Wow. All right. <clears throat> Pass the toy. Yes. Yeah,
4: my long term goal. My long term goal is to make it in. Amen. I feel like if I if I make it in, it handle everything else because everything I got to do to make it in. Amen. You know what uh-huh. I mean You got to be obedient to God's word Like when we was talking yeah. earlier And I said how one of the things I got to work on is letting go Well see the reason I started Holding on to stuff was because I didn't Always hold stuff If you gave it to me honey I was going to cook it up, grit, season it Feed it right back to you I was <laughs> right with you That's what yeah. you want Oh okay that's what we doing today Come on I got you I got that side but see, God had to teach me some things with it. And in teaching me, it wasn't because I was sitting somewhere praying God control my anger. I was praying, God, I want to be more like you. And as I was praying, God, I want to be more like you, he was like, yo, what you doing? That ain't hey, me. Mm-hmm. Like, look at me and mm-hmm. look at what you're doing. I mean, you know, we always talk about the grace, mercy, and love of God. He do have a vengeful and the angry side, too. And I'm one of them ones that when he when he's sick of it, I'm one of them ones who say, Okay, Toy, go ahead But I have to wait for him to say go ahead. Mm-hmm. Like I tell people all the time, they'll go, Oh, you're a female. You gotta start no, I'm God's ram in the bush. Mm-hmm. And what right. I have been learning how to do is to be obedient to the voice of God so I know when to be the ram and when to be the dove, when to be the lion, <laughs> when to be the lioness. So, it, you know, because the lion just stay at home and chill. The lioness go hunting, fighting, and everything. So it, it's being to God's voice. So my long-term goal is to be able to one day hear God say to me, come on in by good and faithful servant." That, that's That's my long-term goal because if I can make that goal, then I'm good with my husband or my husband-to-be. I'm good with my children, my grandchildren, my mother, my friends, relationships, and everything else because for me to make it in, i got to walk like Christ.
3: Amen.
6: Long time, long time goal. Well, my truth being, God open opened my spiritual eyes or something and to sit down and have, to write out one of our lessons for the real rap, to sit there with Jesus, to, to sit here, and this is how it really starts off. I'll sit here and I say, okay, Jesus, what the God want to speak on. Now I'll be watching TV. Like 15, 20 minutes later, these thoughts start coming through my mind, and these thoughts are coming to me of building the thought up because it's building the title, like our next month's title is Know Your Demons. So Jesus told me I got all these books that we study on every day of the Bible, and to, to start, for him to give that title and then start giving out instructions and start to put this and to sit down and grabbing the books and going through it and hand and put this and, st- and say this and, this and this and this and then go from that to the final copy and to sit back and read all that to have God, to, to remember how that got started just blows my mind every month. It never, ever, that connection with Christ, that, 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 that. That being with him that just, you know, just to know that he's there and, and to see and to feel him. I mean, my long-term goal in life, like for coming from experience, all that Lucifer had to offer, it compares nothing to what God has to offer. It makes me understand Luke 4 and 8 a whole lot better. When Lucifer told Jesus to bow down to him and I would give you his all, your eyes and see. I understand Jesus respond to get thee behind me, because when you look at that all through Luke, Jesus has been telling Lucifer, "It is written, for it is written, it is written." But here, Jesus says, "Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written." That showed a sign of the test. Like, who are you to offer me anything? First That's and right. foremost, you did not create none of this. You, God got his footprints on you, you know, and, and for God, to, for Jesus to keep open my eyes more and more to how minute and how weak Lucifer is and his demons are and to see physically see through Christ the authority as an exorcist we have over them. My long term goal to my breath is to teach others how to do the same thing. Like I'm okay. sick and tired. I mean, I love my, my, my fiance. I love her to death. And I, know, I, know, I already know that she's covered through Christ with me. I'm not going to let her down because my fear is letting God down. That's my number one fear in the world. Like, I know God gave me the spirit of non-fear, but that's mine, letting him down. But as an exorcist to do what we do, we walking down. Kelly Drive. She got attacked. It's immediately we cast that demon away. You know, and as soon as we did that, another spirit walked up and touched me on my shoulder. I didn't think she seen a spirit. on my thank you. That's how. That's what I'm saying. If, you're not, if you don't experience things like that with God, you really. As it's, it's oh, you don't, know, I mean, like it's hard for me to really explain explain it to you because it's not is Not a job that I I invite a lot of people. It's, it's not because it, I'm I'm I I'm scared of doing this. That's why I feel so comfortable knowing that Christ is there with me. I'm not boldly jumping in this. You know what I'm saying? It was a, it, I wouldn't say it was forced, but it, it sure though was, let me know you're not going to nothing else. It's what you were created to do. <laughs> you know? But mm-hmm. they have Christ with me constantly. They hear him talk about, pray for that person, pray for this, pray for that to stop, pray. Watch the news. I see that happen. Pray for them to be court. 3 days later they day get caught, pray this. See that my pastor got mad at me, not mad, mad, but you know what I'm like, why don't you call me and let me know things is how y'all going, things going on? And my response to him was, Pastor, when you praying, no matter what you're praying for, and you physically are watching God answer and answer and answer, he makes it hard for you to go to anybody and ask for anything. It's not mm-hmm. that I'm I'm cutting you out. But God has shown me, come to me, I got you. And that's that's my long term goal to teach people God got you through Christ.
5: Amen. Amen. That's Amen. That's right. And, and it's signs that people don't know why I couldn't get that car. Why I couldn't right. get
6: that house. Right. Wasn't opposed to, wasn't written for you. At that oh, time period. That's that's the thing got to understand when God says no got to accept his nose well, or because he's saying no to me is not meant for you or at that time period or it's no good for you you know what I mean but you got to accept God's nose because his nose it what brings on his yeses. God could have saying no before he said yes he knows he knows what's in it before you want this but he doesn't see the the the, the, the forefront of it before you even get there so he answering you no, but we get mad and upset saying oh says man thank you but then he reveals to you why he said no you know what I'm saying he will really be like why you but you got to be openly spirit to see that, to receive that.
5: That's right. That's
3: right. Mhm. That's right.
5: And and Rob, can I intervene with something real quick? Because I just thought about Sure. Uh, how God God always has his hand on you and certain things oh. we even talk to you and Pastor Toy about and most people they hear about it and they be like, What? I had a godson and we uh his father died. So, you know, he he wanted me at the funeral, you know, to support him. So I went to the funeral, and we stand by the gravesite, and everybody's sitting out there. You know, I knew a couple people that had came. I didn't know they were just family members, but they said, oh, yeah, we, we related to Jamil and this and that, and they went on and on. So I had a guy, tied that came up to me, and he was talking to me. He said, uh, who, who died? Right. So I told him, I showed him, you know, and showed him the obituary. And he said, "Oh, oh, he's gonna be fine." Right. So I talked to Jamil's mother that was at the funeral. Between me, Maureen, and her, we was the only two people that seen them. Right. So she said, she said, "Well, who did you talk to?" And see, so this is how I know I this is when I get excited about God doing things in my life because everybody don't go through this. So when she said, "What did he look like?" So you know, you open the obituary, and you have pictures wow. in there. The and I showed her. I said, "This is him right here." She said, "That's the one that he's being buried on top of." Uh,
2: uh, oh. wow. I said, uh, "Huh?" Oh. Uh,
5: yeah. That's the one he's being buried. So his spirit came to me while we sitting out there, and I told God, I said, "God, you know what? You must really look upon me with with, with bright eyes and smiles because everybody don't go through this."
6: Well, so God yeah, knows where everybody everybody can't handle everything.
5: Yeah, and He know who can handle what.
6: Right, right, so when I, right.
5: She said that's his brother. I said that's his brother. She said he's the one already in the grave, and Jamil's father is the one being buried on top of him. And, and you know what? Yeah. It didn't get wow. a whole lot of right. I know what God can do. Yeah, and I just looked,
3: that's you know, it.
6: You know, real quick, I, had, I I was in a um, supermarket and was short two dollars. A lady in front of me, all of me, I can remember, she had on a red sweater. It's a white woman. She had on a red sweater. When I looked at her, she looked kind of funny. I'm like, okay, but she's in front of me. She's real nice she, Even around her, you can feel that. of fact, I was feeling like something was going like something I had going on at that that is a long time ago. But I'll never forget it. So I walk up behind her, I'm like, you know, you start selling the music, I start hearing the music in the store. And it's type of music that I like. I'm like, Wow, these white people are actually playing this stuff in here right now. I'm like, wow. <laughs> but it got me in a better mood though. So I run up behind her. And remember she's in front of me. So she packs her stuff up and goes while well, I'm ringing my stuff up. Gosh, I'm two dollars short. I said, two dollars oh, I'm two dollars short. She like, Here you go. I said, all right, thank you, ma'am. And boom, when she gave the money gave it to him, and my back pocket was five dollars. So I'm let me go. I gave her back two dollars to her. Now, from where I was at to where to the front door was that was a long walk. I don't care. I looked there. I looked up. I looked over. She was gone. Mm-hmm. I'm walking down, asking people, Yo, you see that woman in that red sweater?" There's like, nah, what are you talking about? I go outside, and the people standing out front. I said "Yo, my man, you see a white, white woman come out here with a red, bright red sweater on?" He is like. Nah, man. I've been standing for the last fifteen minutes. I ain't seen nobody. I was like, okay, Lord. I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Same thing happened in the West. I had a different scenario. I'm sitting, there talking to person, and and they was going through something. So we started talking. Two people walked up and and right there, you could just feel the spirit. Cause we was talking about Christ and got even better. We started praising like that. When my man and me started walking away, he went to the store. I kept going. I just stopped at the block. This in West. a long block. I stopped. Turned, something started to turn around. I turned around. They were going. <laughs> I just started laughing. I'm like Lord, you something?
3: <laughs>
6: like I said, there's no way. There's no way they go up this block that fast. <laughs> you know? Wow. Still amazing. You
5: know, but he does it just.
6: And see, he sold those gifts to those he got something for. It's not for everybody. We already know the guy said, "Oh, what's it called? Oh, so many car, but so so many choosing. We know how, how that goes.
2: Many yeah. yeah,
6: many are called, but few are chosen. Well, those ones got gifts. <laughs> yes. And he has to he has to reveal those gifts to you. That's how you know that you're chosen. Like like with Moses, he told Moses, to put his hand inside his going. pulled out his hand was white, so i to put it back. It was black. He went, oh okay. Only you can do that. <laughs> that's, right, that's right. That's right. Only you can do that. You know what I mean? Can nobody else touch me like that? And a blink of a second, and another second. Come on, man. So the chosen ones have certain gifts that God has for them, but He has to reveal them to them. And the first way He revealed them to them is by letting you know He got angels. Didn't He start angels out there that on that to guard you and be there for you? He's He's proving His words. He's proving His words. Okay. But but for those who are chosen. Now, everybody can do this fight. There's so many, and the body of Christ, there's, there's some people are just followers. You know what I mean? Some people just be followers. But there's all those, the chosen ones, who are to lead the followers. And those are the ones that got me those, all those special gifts. So like I would tell people, when you walk in with Christ, you got perks. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right, Tom. Just, just saying his name, uh, you don't even have to shout his name out when a demon attack you. Jesus' name is so powerful, all you have to do is just thank it. Amen. In, your mind, in your mind, you just say, Jesus, 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 They're going to say, okay, we out. <laughs> you, can't, that's, that's you got to. You got to. And that name is going. But they're coming back. That's the thing. With God, where everybody understand, though, they're coming
5: back.
2: So prepare yourself for
6: it.
5: There's power in that name.
2: That's right. Amen. 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 Okay, so we're um around the time of the call of salvation, and uh, I want to see if um any one of you want to um offer the call of salvation, and immediately I'll do the announcements.
4: Well, we just thank and bless and praise God for everybody that has joined them with us the, this, uh, <laughs> this evening. You know, it it it's funny because. So many times we come on Purpose Kingdom Network and there's somebody preaching and teaching or praying about something, but sometimes we need to just come and talk about what's going on in life, what people are dealing with. And when you come and you can hear the power of God in what people are dealing with. See, I like people to come up to me and they'd be like, well, how do you know that God's word is true? You weren't there. You don't know if Moses is real. You don't know if Jesus got up. You don't know if Paul did what he said and all of that. And, you know, that's what they tell us. And normally we're trained to talk to them about faith, but I bless God about those perks. You heard evangelists and Rev and Elder talking about when you work with Christ, We get those perks. Those perks are he begins to show himself to you in your lifetime. So you might not have been there to see Jesus raise the dead in the biblical time, but in the name of Jesus, you have seen people get up in this lifetime. You may not have been there to see him heal the woman with the issue of blood in biblical times, but I'm here to tell you today as a living witness, I watched him heal a woman with an issue of blood, which would have been me. Hallelujah, God. I, I, uh, you may not have been there to see him chase death away. From uh, Peter's mother-in-law, Hallelujah. But I was there to see him chase death away from my mother when she was pa- when she was um, going through lung failure. I saw him chase death away from my grandmother three times before he finally called her home. And I really believe he called her home then because she was laying in her bed saying, "God, did you forget I was here? Um, it's been 102 years. When you gonna come get me?" So I'm just saying God is real He is real people And those things that you hear Those miracles that you hear about in the Bible That you've heard people testify about You can experience them in your own life But it all starts with first Confessing Christ as your personal Savior And not just confessing Him But you got to accept Him You have to believe in that what you're saying you know, I saw a Count Dracula movie one time, and the Dracula was about to bite somebody, and they pulled the cross out and held it in front of him, and you know they thought because the cross, Dracula's supposed to be afraid of the cross, and Dracula looked at the man and said, "Yo, you got to believe in that." For that to work mm, Thank you Jesus That's a sermon right there You got to believe in that For that to work You have to believe in the name of Jesus Christ You have to believe in the power Of what he did on the cross For your own personal sins For your shortcomings next the world For you Just for what you've done wrong, and if you can believe it and accept that gift that God gave, you can say this simple prayer, and I promise you, once you do, your life is going to begin to change. Hallelujah, God. And the prayer is just, Father God, I come to you this evening accepting the gift of your son, Jesus. I ask him to come into my life. I ask him to forgive me of my sins, and I ask him to begin to make me anew. Even right now In Jesus' name, amen And if you prayed that prayer Then you just tell somebody You don't have to wait until Sunday school, Bible study Sunday worship, Sabbath worship All of that is about joining a church membership You can call somebody on the phone You can send out a text You can tell the person sitting next to you Hey, I've accepted Jesus as my personal Savior And according to God's word Once you make that confession of faith You are saved And we welcome you to the kingdom of God. Amen. Now, we encourage you to find a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching sanctuary where you can grow in the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and heal from the trials and the tribulations of this world. But until then, bless God. That's why he has Purpose Kingdom Network here just for you. Mr. Rob is going to come on, and he's going to give you some announcements on how you can continue to follow us here at Purpose Kingdom Network, and then we will be continuing on with the ministry. Rob?
2: All right, all right. This is the product purpose Kingdom Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's episode. No matter where in the world you are, whether you're listening to us online or listening to us via phone, we greatly appreciate your listenership and your support of us here at Purpose Kingdom Network. And uh we also thank those that share with their friends and family members. Thank you so much. And uh anytime you want to listen to any of our past shows you can go to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash purpose kingdom you can simply type in the host name or the show name and you can hear that show in its entirety and at your convenience uh, we also uh, are broadcasting on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash purpose kingdom when we do a live show we have a calling number which is 319-527-6091 and anytime you want to talk to any one of the hosts you can just press the number one and we'll get you in as soon as we can and uh, we also invite you to like us on our Facebook page, which is at Purpose Kingdom on Facebook, at, at Facebook. <clears throat> there you'll see our upcoming shows and advertisements. And from time to time, we'll make major announcements on that social media page, as well as others, as far as Instagram and Twitter, which is under Purpose underscore Kingdom. If you want to correspond with us via email, you can correspond with us at purposekingdomnet at gmail.com, where you can see your comments, questions, concerns. You can simply say hello or send in a prayer request. We'd gladly honor that. And those in need of a Bible, you can just leave the contact information and we'll see about getting you a Bible. Um, also, uh, we uh, do have a radio network, which is okay. com, as well as Radio Co. And at com, you can listen to 24 Hours of Music of Inspiration. Okay. And also, uh, with God's will, God's blessing, we'll be joining us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour. And we're going to be having... Study for Life, which is going to be hosted by Pastor Toy Daly. And once again, with God's going God's blessing. We will be joining us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour for Study for Life. And that's going to be hosted by Pastor Toy Daly. All right, and with that, that's going to be the end of our announcements, and we're going to get back into the show. And, you know, um, one of the, the cool parts of um, being in a relationship is that you have that special bond and from time to time, your uh moments of of uh like uh significance. You'll never forget, you know, what happened and, you know, how it happened and where it happened. And one of the moments I just wanna, you know, ask um each and every one of you, has there ever been a moment where uh for no reason at all that you look at each other and then all of a sudden you burst out laughing. And <laughs> I know that there might have been many moments of those instances, but I would like to just hear uh, if there is um, any instances where that just happened. So I want to go to Evangelist Todd, because I think I heard him laugh out a little bit. <laughs> and uh, let's ask him that, uh, you know, has any of those moments happened? <laughs>
6: constantly, constantly.
2: That's, that's just thing. I that's, why, that's just why I praise
6: God, because, like, he got a, uh, uh, has a marriage couple for thirty years together on the, on here, and he has a couple that that's been together for three years, and that's a good thing for listeners because there's people in the same positions out there listening, you know. And for us, together for being together for three years, we have a lot. It's man, it's like I don't know. I, I, I we have our little jokes towards each other, you know. What I mean, little things we say to each other, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm we like, like, like movies and stuff. So if they once in a while, we sit there or, or somebody would say something. If you around us and you say something, damn, we're going to look at them and laugh at that. You know what I mean? If if, if a thought come across her mind and she speaking on something and, and I'm speaking on it, and it's, it's just, it's, I don't know, it's just, it's always, it's, it's hard to put like one, one incident. It's just so many of them, like, <laughs> oh, man. It's just, just anyone, any time, minute any minute, you just sit there and just look and you start laughing at something.
4: Well, oh, I know my favorite one, my favorite one was um, right around when we first got engaged and I started introducing him to family and friends and at the football field <laughs> for our football team, to the children, I'm grandma. to all the other coaches, I'm mom. And <laughs> one coach, his name, I'm going to just say Coach G because that's what we call him, Coach G. And I was like, Eva, son, before you leave, I got to introduce you to someone. And, you know, I showed them the ring and told them we had gotten engaged. And he said, where is he at? And at that particular time, Evangelist Ty was sitting down the other end of the field because I was up with the children and the team. And I pointed down to him and I'll never forget it. He looked at me and he said, hey, mom. What Christiansingles.com dot com front of the church sitting pew did you find this man on? And at the time he said it, Todd looked up at me, I looked up down at Todd and we both bust out laughing. Now Todd didn't even know what was being said. It was just it was just the funniness of it, like he felt something really funny had just been said to me and we looked at each other and just both bust out into this really hard laugh, which became funnier after I told him the statement <laughs> and why I was initially laughing. But I said, I was like, well, why would you say that? He said, well, just look at him. He looked like he's sitting on some pastor's first pew as an armor bearer, head of the deacon board, church security, something. And it was...
6: I'm like, yeah, how you going to hype when they don't even know me? Like, how you going to... To say that the <laughs> spirit of god the spirit of god is on you <laughs> i was like damn man that was that was that was funny that was definitely funny that's how it be man yes, you know and and, and and that's why i praise god it's like we're so close uh, we're short we're so close in a short time you know what i mean and like like we, we sat down and and, and talked and said look i told her the spirit god told me you're not gonna get married to your friends in classes so I told her, look, we're going to wait to be friends on marriage conference, then we're we'll going to postpone the, the wedding until then. was like, man. She started laughing. I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm like what? She's like, man. Because I was just praying to God yesterday because God told me that same thing. I was like, well, I need for you to tell him that.
3: Because
6: <laughs> I, I don't know how he going to feel about that. You know what I mean? And she said, God told me, you going to be okay with it. Okay, he'll be okay with it. I'm like, yeah, because you're going to tell me. not know he was going to be okay okay with it. Okay? Not, because, not because he's telling me, going, but once I say it, so, he's going to be But That's how I felt, though. Like I said, I'm reading the book stuff that opened up for me. I, that's what I wanted. But that's just how things be, man, in a short period of time. That growth is so. That's because the spirit is so strong. That's the thing about you when, when, when like the, the guys putting in my drop in my spirit now. For those of us lifting up and uh, engaged, your spirits have to be entwined. You got to be in, in entwined with Christ. You got you to be in line with God's words. You got to be obedient to what God is telling you to do, and you got to follow that. And I'm saying we all fall short to the glory of God, but don't be obedient to Him. Disobedient to Him. I mean, you got, you got to know that we're humans, we're we going to make mistakes. But what type of mistakes are you making if the question has been asked? Stand strong on God's words. Do what God tells you to do. Truly love the person you want to get married to. Be obedient to God.
2: Amen. Amen. All right, Charles and
5: Maureen. I'm going
0: to let Charles go first.
5: Sure. <laughs> No, I, I always tell her. You, you ever, Ty, you ever have a um, controversy with your with your mate when y'all be? I mean, even if you're talking about a verse in the Bible, you know, and y'all going back and forth what it means, what it says. You heard this person say,
3: "Yeah, what makes yeah. us
5: laugh is when God comes and confirms it." <laughs> See, God, God, God is. sit back and let. He'll say, "No, it's like this," and then he'll send somebody. Mm-hmm. You know a yeah. I mean? you, you know, Bishop will come up and say, "You know, God just can't. Told me to tell you, you guys. You know, it, it's it's not that deep. You know, it's this and that. You know, and
0: <laughs> you sit up there and you start looking and smiling and laughing. God, that's what we've been waiting for all week. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. we, all fr- right. yeah, we are, It's like we knew, but we still needed uh, the confirmation. have confirmation.
5: And confirmation is a beautiful thing.
0: Yeah, because it's like we think alike. I could start thing. a, a yeah. sentence and he shit. And it's like I said, child. Like mm-hmm. I can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yesterday, it wasn't yesterday. I was sitting in the living room and he got me up. He said, "Maureen, come here." I said, "Babe, I, I'm I'm resting my back. You know, I have these spasms. I'm He said, "No, I want you to come smell this." And I was like. That's and, and that's cool. Pastor. Pastor is
5: gonna like this one, cause I now, I haven't smelled it yet, Pastor toy, But when I went in my um, <laughs> they call it the dining room, I told Maureen, I said uh, I smell oil. In here. She said, Well, I said, mm. No, you got to come. You know, I know your back hurting. You know, I pick you up and bring you in here, but you got to come smell this. As Soon as she walked in the former dining room, she said, That's Khalil's oil. I said, He letting you know it's gonna. He, he already said, Stick to the million dollar plan. It's gonna be okay. And that's when he mm, let uh-huh. me know.
0: I never smelled his oil before. Yep, and nobody mm. else knows. And I was like, oh, that's Khalil, cool. He here. I looked at him. I said, see, Charles, it's going to be okay.
3: hmm
0: And that, that that really makes us laugh because
5: I sit up and look, you know, a lot of things. See, a lot of people don't realize, and my wife had to bring this to me. That's why I tell you, fellas, you got to listen to your wives because they got a lot of wisdom. Okay? Yeah. My wife had to tell me, I don't care if you, you're an elder, a bishop, whatever you are, you can always learn something. Even from your true. Right. When she sat and told me, she said, you know what? She said, a lot of times people don't see Khalil because they're not ready for it. They don't hear Khalil because right. they're not ready for it. But when you're ready, you'll see him. He'll come talk to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's the same thing with my grandmother. My grandmother, you know, my mother, when they passed, and I, I had a um, – where is she from, in Nigeria? Uh-huh. She told me, she said, and I didn't know her. We was in a dentist's office. I didn't know her from a can of paint. She said, if you need anything in your life, sir, she said, go down on your knees and talk to your mother. Yes, She, she did. because your mother is sitting there waiting to hear from you. Uh-huh. And I thought about that. I said, you know what? My mother died when I was 8 years old. I'm 64. Right. I'll be 65 in April. You know, and, and, and I had to think about that. You know, and it's almost like another relationship because I hadn't talked to my mom in so long. You know, I tell people I said, "Look, you got to get back to the basics. You know, how you talk to your mom every night before she went to bed, and I was the last one out of eight, so I, I was like the baby right. boy. You know, I was mm-hmm. always hanging around with her. And, and then, yeah, you you ever get those things on, on um, Instagram where they say who is looking out for you in heaven? You know, and then you you, mm-hmm. you look at the play push
0: it up, and it said your mother." Mhm. your mother is the one who has your back. And yeah, because I, I truly, like I tell Pastor Toy all the time, I used to have like different visions and dreams of like whiteness floating around my room. And one time she said, Maureen, just stand under it. And I felt the hug, like a hug like never before. Yeah. And it just made me okay. fall to my knees and just thank them because mm-hmm. I just needed I needed that confirmation that you got my back. You got my six. And I just needed that confirmation that he said he would never leave me. No forsake.
3: Nor forsake me. My.
0: And it was confirmation to feel his love. Yeah. It just took me to another
5: realm. Sometimes you need that. God knew when you need that because he, I mean, he knows what we're going do before we can go through it. Yeah. So that's why I tell a lot of people, well, you yeah. know, when they say... Pray continuously without ceasing. Mm-hmm. That don't mean you got to get on your knees all the time. You can be going to a job interview. God, mm-hmm. you know, I know you to yeah. job, and I know you already told you, you went before me,
0: okay? Um, <laughs> I remember one time I was going to um, Percasee, PA, to see one of my patients, and God said, just pull over and give me praise. I actually pulled over on the highway and just said, I thank you, God. I just thank you. And by mm-hmm. me pulling over, Dad, I don't know how long he kept me there, but so as I was pulling off, it was so many car accidents in front of me. He said, I just needed your attention for a little mm-hmm. while so you mm-hmm. wouldn't mm-hmm. be in there.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So I, on, I was like, I thank
3: you. He
6: called,
5: he called
0: out his children. Yeah, he know, just set me, I need to talk to you real fast. Pull over. Mm-hmm. And I was obedient and I just pulled over, and I said, yeah. I just thank you. And I didn't even realize what I was thinking for, but he was telling me, just give me praise now so when you hear him tell you, just start praising him because he sees something that is coming. All is coming, and I just thank him.
4: We got to remember when when God told the Israelites to march around um, Jericho's wall, he told them what? March in silence for seven days And then on that seventh day He said march in silence Around the wall six times And then on the, I want y'all to let out a shout Of praise Now understand mm. When they let out the shout of praise The walls were still standing When they was marching around the walls The walls were still
6: Standing
4: And and here go the funny part. God didn't even say to them, and when y'all let out that praise on the seventh time, I'm going to bring the wall down. He just said on that seventh time, shout,
3: praise,
4: just shout. Mm -hmm. We don't always see what the battle is that he is giving us the victory in when he tells us to praise him. We just got to give him that praise. The songwriter said, don't wait till the battle is over to shout, but shout now because you already know in the end you're going to win. Just give him the praise right now. And then it was funny because I I was listening to you talk about um, smelling Khalil and, and his spirit just being present in the house a lot of times we got to remember being able, being sensitive to the spiritual realm is a gift. Everybody don't get that gift. Everybody don't see it. So a lot of times people can't see it. They don't understand what we're saying or what we're experiencing or going through because they're not sensitive in that area. They they don't have that gift. And some people have the gift, but they've convinced themselves that that was just childhood imagination. So they've killed it. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: You know, we were driving back to Philadelphia one day and, We were on Lincoln Highway. I don't know what that cross street was, but there was a man on the bike, um, Route 100. There was a man on the bike, and he started. Now, we're at the red light. We both looked, and we saw this man begin to cross the street riding his bike. When he got to the middle of the street, the man disappeared. I looked at Todd, looked back straight. I didn't say anything. He looked at me, looked back straight, didn't say anything. And then I couldn't take it anymore. I was like, yo, where'd that man go? Did you just see that? where that man go? <laughs> or driving up here, sometimes I have to tell the spirits, yo, stop. I can't talk to y'all right now. I can't see y'all, feel y'all, hear y'all, none of that. Stop. Y'all breaking my focus. People wonder mm-hmm. why I keep gospel music on when I'm driving. That's why. It's not because I'm scared of them, but I need God to keep them a base so I can keep my focus. You driving mm-hmm. down the street and all of a sudden somebody's standing in front of your car and you drive right through them. I got to be able to tell the difference between who really in the street and, you know, who used to be in the street a long time ago and something happened to them.
0: You're right. Hmm. And it's just like you
2: So uh, we are at the conclusion of tonight's show, and uh, I'd like to thank everybody for joining tonight. And uh, it's been fun, and I hope it's been fun for for everyone. And um, just simply, you know, um, in relationships, it's hard work. So uh, keep up the good, hard work um, in your relationships. And, um, you know, to everybody, um, we're we're signing off. And uh, join us again in two weeks. And don't forget, tomorrow we have uh, Study for Life. And we'll see you at 9 p.m. Okay. And everybody, uh, let's say goodbye. And uh, we'll go ahead and end tonight's show.
0: Just Amen. God. Be blessed. Amen. Hey. Be blessed. Hey, said, so <laughs> Jesus, bless. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. <laughs> I will, I will not that Never want to see you down I will nah. not not nah. Save me